Welcome to the third podcast of MH. Today's topic will be about love languages. Let's talk about love language. I wanted to title this episode How to Help People We Care About Feel Amazing and Appreciated so that in turn they behave in a way that make us feel amazing and appreciated. But yeah, that's just way too long, so I just name it Love Language. <laughs> Listen in to hear me ramble on about book that identifies the five different love languages and I'll share with you my take on the topic as a whole. Your love language is so significant to the quality of all your relationships and often the way you receive love is the way you like to show love. It helps so much to understand the different love languages so you can better determine what you need in a relationship and how you like to give to the other person in your relationship. Even if you aren't in a romantic relationship, this episode will serve you in all relationships. Here are the five languages. Number one, receiving gifts. Number two, words of confirmation. Number three, quality time. And number four, physical touch. And number five, that's mine for sure, which is an act of service. So let's talk about number one, gift. So gift is a pretty straightforward love language. You feel love when people give you visual symbols of love, as Chapman call it. It's not about the monetary value, but the symbolic thoughts behind the item. People with this style recognize and value the gift-giving process, the careful reflection, the deliberate choosing of the object to represent the relationship, and the emotional benefit from receiving the present. And people whose love language is receiving gift enjoy being gifted something that is both physical and meaningful. The key is to give meaningful things that matter to them and reflect their values, not necessarily yours. So number two, we have words of affirmation. People with words of affirmation as a love language value verbal acknowledgement of affection, including frequent I love you compliments, words of appreciation, verbal encouragement, and often frequent digital communication like texting and social media engagement. So written and spoken shows of affection matter the most to this couple of people. And this expression makes them feel understood and appreciated. Yay! For number three, we have quality time. People whose love language is quality time feel the most adored when their partner actively wants to spend time with them. And is always down to hang out. They particularly love when active listening, eye contact, and full presence are prioritized hallmarks in the relationship. This love language is all about giving your undivided attention to that one special person without the distraction of television, phone screens, or any other outside interference. They have a strong desire to actively spend time with their significant other, having meaningful conversation, or sharing recreational activities. 
And it's really common to a lot of people I know, especially to my parents as well. They're a top love language is quality time. So every time I show appreciation to my parents, I always hang out with them, spend time with them by having dinner with them together to spend time with them more or just watching movies together with them. That's how we kind of show appreciation to each other. Yay! And for number four, we have physical touch. People with physical touch as their love language feel love when they receive physical signs of affection, including kissing, holding hands, cuddling on the couch, and probably sex too. Physical intimacy and touch can be incredible affirming and serve as a powerful emotion connector for people with this love language. The roots go back to our childhood. Motomati notes, some people only felt deep affection and love by their parents when they were held, kissed, or touched. And based on Mahmoud said, people who communicate their appreciation through this language when they consent to it, feel appreciated when they are hugged, kissed, or cuddled. They value the feeling of warmth and comfort that comes with physical touch. Even though this one is not in my top love language, I totally understand people with this as their high love language because sometimes we just need a little physical touch to feel love from other people, especially your significant other. Maybe a hug from your friend or from your family members. Yay! Finally, we're in number five, act of service. If your love language is act of service like mine, you value when your partner goes out of their way to make your life easier. It's things like bringing you soup when you're sick, making your coffee for you in the morning or picking up your dry cleaning for you when you have the busy day at work. This love language is for people who believe that actions speak louder than words, unlike those who prefer to hear how much they care for. People on this list like to be shown how they're appreciated, doing the smaller and bigger chores to make their lives easier or more comfortable is highly cherished by these folks. Now that we went over all the five love languages, I think it should be important to know what's your love language. You might already know it. There's a lot of free quizzes on the internet. You can simply Google the five love languages test and it can pop up for you to take it. But if you want to find out by listening to this podcast, let me ask you this. If you really like hearing your partner say, I love you, those three words are particularly meaningful, special, and reassuring for you to hear again and again and again. Your love language might be words of affirmation. Or you like to spend uninterrupted time with your partner. It's critical you have enough time to hang out and enjoy each other with undivided attention, no distraction. And it's also meaningful when they make time for you, prioritize you in their schedule, and don't cancel plan. Then your love language probably is quality time. 
And if you feel taken care of when you feel your partner supported you and help ease your responsibilities when they do little chores or tasks for you, domestic please unlock. It means a lot when someone followed through on something, especially if they were paying attention and step in to help. When they do this, you trust your partner to pay attention to the little details. Your love language probably is acts of service. And finally, actually no, we have two more. So if you feel love when you receive a gift, the presence itself is nice, but it's really the thoughts behind it that count. The gift becomes an object that helps you remember they were thinking of you, which fills you with love. And after a day or a trip, it's special to take a memento home with you. I mean, memento. <laughs> and seeing the item reminds you of those sentimental moments. And the best gift are the meaningful ones. If it's a surprise gift, even better. It strengthens the bond and builds a deeper connection for you. Then your love language is probably gifts. And finally, we have touch. Uh, okay, I just spoiled it. But if you look forward to hugs, cuddles, and kissing, nothing beats tactile, physical intimacy. Or if you feel grounded in a relationship when physical affection is accessible and often cultivated, holding hands, long embraces, and kisses are common and welcome occurrences, then your love language is probably physical touch. Love languages are a deceptively a simple concept, and understanding them can be transformative if you put in the practical work. It invites curiosity, not mind reading, into the relationship. For example, you might love words of affirmation, but your partner places a premium on quality time and touch. As a bit of connection, you might text him sweet nothing all day and think you're great at expressing love. Meanwhile, he might be wondering why you're never interested in spending time cuddling on the couch together at night and may actually be feeling unloved because of that. See how it's easy for disconnection and resentment to enter the picture? By determining our primary and secondary love language preferences, it can be easier to give each other what we innately crave. Here are some tips for dating people with each type of love languages. So if your partner love language is words of affirmation, words means everything, so choose them wisely. On the other side of positivity and communication will flourish. When you notice the good things, say it and say it often. Try not to engage in non-constructive criticism. Words have an impact and leave a lasting impression. And for a partner with quality time, carve out intentional space in your schedule for time together. It could be as simple as going for a walk together outside, an exciting pandemic activity, and having a good in-depth conversation about your day, and leave the phones at home or keep it silent. And for act of service, go above and beyond with your action to show your love. Don't always make it about chores. People have different interpretation of what this love language means to them. So ask them directly what they need. Display by anticipating how you could make their life easier. Those little acts add up and can make all of the difference. For example, doing dishes, cleaning the house if you live with them, and maybe cooking for them.
would be really nice. And for gifts, they will remember the special occasions. So make sure to mark it on the calendar and honor the days and your partner with a thoughtful gift. Win extra brownie points with just because gift. It could be as simple as a hand-picked flower from the garden or getting themed a cute keychain from a favorite travel destination. Those small gestures can celebrate the relationship in a big way. And finally, for touch, it doesn't cost anything. Tender caresses and you know, physical affection are everything. This love language is refreshingly straightforward, easy to satisfy, and doesn't involve a lot of planning, exertion, or money. It's as easy as reaching out for connection by squeezing their arms while you're watching a movie or tapping their butts when you walk by them. Simple. So I hope that this podcast of this episode about love language help you figure out what is your top love language and how to use them wisely to your partner or any of your loved ones such as your family members and even your close friends and maybe your co-workers if that resonates with you. (laughs) 